On this week's episode of the Pens and Stuff podcast, we're talking three games, all wins from the Pens. We'll also check the standings in the prediction contest, make more predictions, and then we'll also talk about the Patrick Line trade to Columbus, and much, much more on this episode of the Pens and Stuff podcast. Welcome back to the Pens and Stuff podcast. I'm Andrew. I'm Jim. And I'm Abby. And this week, much better than last week. Oh yes, I must say. we're in much better moods this week than last <laughs> week. Consider, no, considering, yeah, no, yeah, consider, yeah, something like that. Anyway, <laughs> where shall we start off? Well, why don't we start with Sunday's game against uh, Washington? Washington, Washington. Okay, go ahead. We watched that game. I'm trying to remember. I did not. Yeah, there's a lot of hockey watched this week. There at was our so house. much hockey. Except I didn't get to watch Tuesday's game, which was unfortunate. I watched Tuesday's game. Uh, I'm just. I did not watch yesterday's game, though. We still? I watched the last five minutes of uh, the third period and then the extras. I turned it on, and then Teddy Bluger scored the third goal. I was like, there you go. Let's go. (laughs) There you go. There you are. Uh, There you be. I, I, I. So. We still weren't playing, like, the greatest hockey from what I could see, because. Obviously, because all three games went into overtime, so we weren't like. Fact of the matter is, though, we came back in two of those three games from down more than one point. It's true. So, I'll take overtime wins. But also, that's true. Mm-hmm. But we're giving the other teams points, which eventually will add up. Yes, it will. Not in our. But favor. it could also add up in our favor of getting the extra point. That's true. Well, let's let's talk. I mean. Um, Goals in this game from Rodriguez, Sivier, I don't know if I'm saying Sevier. that right, Sevier, mm-hmm. and Pedersen. Pedersen's goal was a snipe. I mean... Oh, that was good. It was a good setup by Zucker there. Yep. And that was that was the first time that line had produced really anything. Yeah, and because Malkin started, didn't touch the puck. They just started going from there. That second line has been looking pretty decent. Yeah, in the last couple of games they have. Um, so... Let's talk um, the, I mean, this was Casey DeSmith's game, right? Mm-hmm. He was in goal. Mm-hmm. How do you think he did? He gave up three goals, one unassisted, which was really the defense's fault. Mm-hmm. Actually, fun fact, that was Sam Lafferty's fault. Okay. The unassisted goal, he... He was trying to get it out of the back of the net, and he passed it right in front of the net, right to him. And fun fact, he didn't play much after that. Well, that's he true. He was riding fine. So. That's true. Um, he did not make Sully happy. <laughs> yeah. Mike Sullivan I was listening to the radio on the way back from church, and the old 2-9er was like, I haven't seen Lafferty on there. I don't know what he did. And I was just like, well, that's why he wasn't, yeah. that's why he wasn't playing. <laughs> <laughs> well, the coach saw it, so there you go. Mm-hmm. Um, this was a game in which... Was this the game that TJ Oshie cheap shot it, or is that the next that game? That was the next. Okay. My watch was watching that game. Ne- never mind. Never mind. No, I, this one was a bit cleaner then. Speaking of Washington, though, I read somewhere that Tom Wilson is the most hated player in hockey. And I'm not surprised? even surprised. We're not. I would say you that. hate to play him, but I feel bad for the guy because he's probably a nice person off the ice, but you just hate his guts. He's that kind of player you just cannot stand. Yeah, probably. Forkless is kind of like that. True. That's very true. But, of course, he's not with us anymore. 
Rip. R.I.P. We do not speak for 72. All right. So, um... Hey, you guys want to know something? I'm looking at stats right now. You know who has the worst plus minus on our team? Who? No cheating. No cheating. Christopher Letang. No cheating. You're cheating. I'm not cheating. You're cheating. Yes, Chris you Letang. Are. You're this is the, this it's is Chris one Letang. Game. No, it's not. It's, it's not? John Marino. No, it's not. <gasps> it's not? It's Jade Gensel. <gasps> minus five. No. After having four points stuff. So that's kind of funny. And then the next one is John Marino. And then Evan Rodriguez. That's because Johnny M is playing a lot. They're putting him out there. Well, as a defenseman, you kind of don't like to see a minus four. It's true. Just saying. And you know who has a better plus minus than that? Chris Letang. Cody Cece. I like Cody Cece. Well, everybody on the team. If he has the worst. Right, if he has the second worst. No, Cody Cece, (laughs) he has a zero. And then the only ones with a plus, McCann, Kapanen, Pierre Oliver Joseph, and Chad Rui will have one. Pierre. Joseph's only played one game, so. Yeah, but. In one game, he has more points. I agree. Than, I he agree. has more points than John Marino does in five. I agree. So who's the more elite of offense? Okay. Uh, defense, anyway, guys. Anyway, I say we bench John Marino's butt. <laughs> Andrew, I oh, think for, you should play yeah. Joseph. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Plus minus speaks volumes. Okay, so um, so I would say that the Sunday game overall was good. Coming back, um, coming back from that was last year, Abby. Coming back from a very difficult. Uh, position in which we were yes. down, um, and then uh, in the the Tuesday game against Washington, Washington, um, Pittsburgh uh, scores three special teams goals, and we got to talk about that uh, five on three shorty. Oh gosh, that was uh, by the angry. by your favorite Laf- Latvian. Uh. Malkin had a and goal Malkin had a power play his goal. First power play. And Jake Gensel uh, finally mixing it up there in front of the net got his goal. Yep. Um, Who else had first goals? of the season? Crosby had a goal in that one. And uh, no, he did not. McCann. Did yes, he did. Did he? Crosby oh, had the OT oh he had the OT winner. Um, but Colton Sevier. Oh, right. I can never say his name. Uh, then Gensel, Bluger, and Malkin. Bluger's. And then Crosby scored uh, the OT winner. Bluger has to be the player of the game for that one. Or actually, I'm going to give. How about Casey to Smith? Yeah. And he did have a even though even though he gave up uh, three goals in the first, he only gave two to Tom Wilson. Yeah. Uh, In the span of like 45 seconds. But if you look at these goals, right? Whenever there's only one uh, one assist on the goal, you know that it's probably bad defense. Yeah. That's just kind of uh, because the. I mean, even Teddy Bluger's shorthanded goal was one, one. Uh, okay, that was just, but that was just a great play by Casey so DeSmith. Good. And also, you left Ovechkin back to play defense. That's yeah, that's your that's, first issue. That's the first mistake. But either way, uh, it was pretty awesome that uh, the the Pens were able to come back in this game, being down three to one after one period, tying it up in the second, and then uh, playing some very good defense. I thought in the third. And taking that overtime winner from Crosby Ooh. in the overtime. So that overtime goal was that was pretty, pretty. little. Was very pretty. That was backhand, wasn't it? Mm-mm. No, no, it no, no, no. Like that's right, that's right, that's right. He yeah. he got the rebound and on, his own rebound. On no, it was Tanger's rebound. Yeah, Tanger shot sense. it. Gensel from uh, Gensel to Tang, and then to Tang, 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 Tang. So uh, again. No. Chris Latwang. Very no. good game for the Pens there. Class! Oh. Then yesterday, 
Pittsburgh again in a shootout. Oh, you know what? Hang on a second. We got back up to that first game on Sunday. Because um, I really want to talk about the sick way that Gensel undressed the Washington goaltender on his shootout goal. That was that incredible. Was just was that he did sick. the little fill kick. It was so cute. Was <laughs> it that, makes me smile. That was Sam Sano, right? Yeah. Same. Yeah, because yes. the next day yes, was yes, yes, Vanacek, yes, 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 yep. Vitaly Vanacek or yeah. something. Like that. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. fun name to say. <laughs> also, only a seventy-four overall in uh, Chell, so because <laughs> garbage. Anyway, okay. Um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anywho. All right, anyway. so um, <laughs> so in the game yesterday, Pittsburgh um, came out firing. Here's here's uh, Tristan Jerry was in net again. Finally got his net back from uh, two games off against uh, Washington, Um, and the Penguins. They, in my opinion, um, messed up big time for for the first five minutes of the second period. Uh, Anyone who. Like anyone would probably say that because they scored three goals in the first five minutes of the second period. You know. Yeah, it was awful. It was awful. I did not watch this. Now, um, in watching some of the highlights, I do do believe that on on at least one of those goals, TJ was left out to dry. Uh the Heedle goal. Are you talking about that one, the first one? The one where Rue Weedle completely ran into whoever was the other Dumoulin. defenseman. Yeah. Tripped him right up. And then no, left the net all I saw just was with Jari. Hedo came over and he was like digging it and then he like pulled him all the way over there and went like Yeah. 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 It was That was was that not that really was a Jerry's different. Fault. No, it was the same one. Was it the same yeah, one? Yeah, because he had no defense. So there wasn't okay. a lot he could have done there. Except maybe have Pochek. That would have been dangerous. Pochek. But Tristan Jerry came back in fine fashion in the shootout. It's true. It was um, a very good shootout. I thought his uh, his shootout was very good against um, he faces Abanajad, Panarin, and D'Angelo. There wasn't much he could have done against that Panarin The Panarin one. shot, it I mean, Panarin's deep. just, I wish you were on my team. I'll just say sick. that. Okay? Sick. Honest engine. Um, hey. Everyone wishes that. But Gensel is 100% in the shootout this year. It's true. Two for two. Shootout machine. Chris Letang had a very nice backhand. I've up never top seen Tanger do anything like that. It when, was, when I saw him come up for the third, I was like, <laughs> Yeah, he what? was like, Letang. He was so offended. But then he proved me wrong. So thank you, Tanger, for proving me wrong. Yeah, for sure. So three wins this week, all in overtime or shootout. Uh, but a good games nonetheless. Any of this that you guys want to talk about? Okay, I guess not. How are we? I mean, there's an ad on the Penguins. They're selling season tickets for this season, which must mean they're allowing people into the stadium. Stadium, no. Hey, yo. That's pretty cool. Let's get them. Um, yeah. Season tickets living <laughs> sure. 11 hours away. This sure. really might not have a lot to do with, like, I don't know. But the players, you know, like, so after. Why are you bringing it up? In the locker room, they give, like, the helmet or whatever, right? to the player that they think was the best in the game. And on Sunday's game, DeSmith got it. And then on Tuesday, like you said, Bluger got it. And then 
last last night I thought it was really cool they gave it to Joseph because he got his first NHL point so I thought that was pretty cool but I'd been wanting to say that earlier and it was bugging me that I didn't get the chance to say it so I'm just gonna say it now if you cut it out that's fine but anyways what about Joseph? no just that the helmet thing I'd been wanting to say it because you had said something about Bluger being player of the game oh, yes. on Tuesday I was like but I didn't get the chance to say it. But that's okay. Is it okay? This is okay. All right. This is okay. Okay. Predictions. All right, let's move on to predictions this week. Um, we're going to talk about three games. Marcus Pedersen has a 33.3 shot percentage. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that you know who has the best? comment that has nothing to do Teddy with predictions. Teddy Bluger and Brandon Tanev, TB and BT, 50% each. I like them. Okay. And Brandon Tanev has a hundred percent face-off winning. That's because Brandon Tanev doesn't really do face-offs. Does and Teddy Bluger has fifty. Okay. Colton Sevier has seventy-one. Okay. Can Sidney I... Crosby has sixty-six. Mark Jankowski has forty-four. Now, Mark McCann now, has forty. Sidney Crosby has fifty-three. Sidney Crosby. Evan, Evan Rodriguez has fifty-five. Sidney Crosby's, I think. Oh, Brian Russ has fifty-two. Stands up more because he's actually a center. Yes. No, and mm-hmm. he's he's taking face-offs. So is Teddy Bluger. Well, yes. But Teddy Bluger's no Sidney Crosby. (laughs) Okay, so five games that we're going to predict this week. Um, New York at Pittsburgh on Sunday. Toronto at Calgary on Sunday. Uh, St. Louis at Vancouver. Or not Vancouver. Vegas Vegas on Tuesday. Uh, Pittsburgh at Boston on... Friday. No, Thursday. Thursday, Thursday yep. and then Columbus and Chicago on Friday. All right. Um, do you want me to start? Are we going to mention what the scores we'll, were? We'll for talk last about. Week? We'll talk about uh, later. All right. Do, do you, or do you want to talk about should, last week first? We should talk about last. Let's week Let's talk first. about last week first. Okay. So last week can't go against um, the green, man. <laughs> last week we we predicted th- uh, five games each. You did indeed. Um, and there are. Uh, as far as correct picks of, of winning teams, Andrew and Abby tie with two correct picks each. Get out of here. Abigail. I'm happy with that. Got a bonus two <gasps> for the New York Rangers and Pe- at Penguins game yesterday because she picked a 4-3 score, and that was the final score. Look at me. And the Pens won. So she got a bonus point for that. Shut up. My one win was yesterday. I picked the Penguins to win 4-3 in overtime, which actually happened. So that means I got five points. Still an overtime win. So I get five points for that, which puts me in the lead with five points. Abigail in second. Just saying. Second place with three. And Andrew... Bringing up the butt in third place. I think there was score tampering though, because I don't remember you no, calling no, it no, over. No, no, no. Do you remember him calling let's, it over? I feel like I do. Let's Shut up! You're supposed to be on my side. I don't remember. Go back and listen to the anything. tape, Charles. Go back okay, and listen, we'll to, listen the tape. to the tape later. You big baby. All right, predictions <laughs> for now. <laughs> this week. Okay, let's see what so we got. Uh, we got New York at Pittsburgh. Who would like to go first? Hmm. Abby will. Okie-dokie. I thought it would be a little bit, like, I don't know. I felt I 
feel like I thought that Pittsburgh would do a lot better than they did against the Rangers. I feel like we got scammed. They still played well. We did still play well. There was just a... But you picked the correct score. I and did literally, pick the correct score. It was like five minutes. It's true. Five minutes of Five minutes of part. 60 minutes? You're going to have five minutes, but they just happen to have all five of their minutes at one time. That's true. Instead that's, of separating that's a good point. Them out. That's a good point. Because that's all they scored was in that five minutes. And at the beginning of the second period, no less. Uh, Which is not good. They probably lost their mojo after. I'm going to say... Are they doing TikToks in the locker room? I don't know. Because that's how you lose games. I don't think... Ask Juju. (laughs) I don't think... Are hockey players that... I hope not. I hope not. Prove it. Anyway. Okay. So for the New York-Pittsburgh game... New York-Pittsburgh... I'll in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Are the Boston games in Pittsburgh? No. Mm-mm. They're in Boston. Oh. Um, I'm going to say... Are you sure? Just predict already for crying out loud. I'm going to say 4-2 Pittsburgh. 4-2 Pittsburgh. I thought you said they were going to be worse than that. That's not sounding like uh, if whatever If they don't start me. Jari, they'll be fine. That was cold. They are at Boston. Cool. That's the meanest thing I've ever said about Jari. I'm sorry for giving me Tristan. Uh, the good old days are back now, Tristan. Copyright <laughs> Charlie Puth. And it's in Subway. Subway. <laughs> Andrew? Well, hockey's like a box of chocolate. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> uh, Classic. I really don't know. I I just I don't know, guys. I just come on, Abby. I don't. I, 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 uh, I'm sorry. Give <laughs> me a minute to process. Thing. I'm gonna say five, three overtime win. Five three overtime. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just hedging my bets. Uh, no, Pittsburgh five three. All right, and I actually have, which I made my pick before you said anything. Right there. Oh, my. Pens 5-3. Buddy, you need to stop it. Stop mock copying me. Stop mock copying me. Okay. Toronto at Calgary. Andrew, you go first this time. Toronto at Calgary. I got to give it to Calgary. Calgary's been playing a lot better than uh, Toronto. Toronto is without Matthews for a while. So I'm going to give it Calgary 3-1. Why are they without Matthews? Because he's injured. Uh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> I too uh, am picking Calgary, but I'm picking it three-two in overtime. OT. Abs. Remember, if you don't get the OT, but you get the correct score, you get a minus for calling it overtime. Right. Correct. Yeah. Just letting you know. Yep. Wait, wait, wait. Was there an overtime? Go, go away. Scroll, 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 scroll. What am I scrolling? I said Washington would win in overtime. This was... Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm safe because it didn't... No. What? No. If they won but 3-2, to two, but not in overtime. That oh, would have been 4-3 right, 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 win, right, but right. not in overtime. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. Okay, yeah, you're correct. Toronto at Calgary, Abby. Um. You make the call. Yeah, I'll say 3-2 Calgary. Oh, copy. Copy. Why are you copying me? She didn't copy you. She copied me. But I'm not yeah, saying overtime. Yeah, but she overtime. also copied me because Calgary. Y'all. Okay, St. Louis at Vegas Golden Knights. I get the first pick on this one. I am picking Vegas. Vegas Knights. Six to two. Oh, that's copyright. Dude, you think Six it's going to be two? that big of a blowout? I think St. Louis. 
St. Louis looks like a team of amateurs for the most part. Yeah, it's true. They are just not good right now. And Vegas is actually playing very well right now. So. St. Louis fans, you can contact Jim at official at gmail.com. Hey, I'm sorry. I call it like I see it. Abby! Mm, I'm also going to say Vegas. I'll say it's... Three to one. Your turn. Yes, it is. I'm going to say, 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 say. Wait a minute, let me check here. Uh, Vegas is not still undefeated, are they? No. I don't think so. I've been wrong Let's before. see. The only team that's undefeated Florida. is Dallas. <laughs> no, and, and, and Tampa. Tampa's? And oh. Florida. That's because Tampa's in a crappy division. Florida's undefeated, too. They played two games, but they're undefeated. There you go. Anyway, I'm going to say St. Louis with a score of und zero. Okay. You think it's going to be that close? Yes, I am. Okay, Abby, you get to pick the Pittsburgh at Boston game first. Hmm. I haven't really seen Boston play yet. They're trash. They're sixth in our division. Really? Yep. That's unfortunate. No, it's not. It's beautiful. I mean, it's good, but it's unfortunate for them. Every minute of it. I thought, and they thought that they were going to be doing really well. I thought they well. thought. We all thought for. Um. Oh, never mind. Mm. I'm gonna finish that round. I'll say three, two pens in overtime. Overtime. I'm gonna start doing that whenever somebody uh, calls an OT game. Three, two. Over overtime. Boston, Pittsburgh. In the at, garden. At Boston, TD Garden. I am going to give it to Boston. Because then if I am right, I get a point. If I'm wrong, I'm pleasantly surprised. Boston, 4-2-2. Four, 4-2-2? Two, two. Four, two, two. Four, two, two. Okay. Four, two, two. Four, two, two. Andrew, you have Columbus Blue Jackets versus hey, wait, wait, Chicago. What's your Boston? Prediction? Oh, I already wrote it down here. Well, we didn't hear it. I know. Say it for the people hey. in the back. <laughs> I am picking a 5-4 score. Pittsburgh 5-4 in overtime. Remember, if they could win 5-4. <coughs> I know, Andrew. I you know. Minus 7. I know. I don't get minus 7. It's minus 7 because you're in the lead. <laughs> <laughs> He's only in the lead by 2. <laughs> What's the score? What's the next game? Chicago or Columbus at Chicago. Who picked this game to predict? Holy cow. You, you did. did. <laughs> <laughs> Columbus, easy six to two win. Six two. Okay. Chicago's got to fix that goaltending. If they fix the goaltending, they may be a contender, not yeah. contender, but yeah. outside shot. But that goaltending is just gosh darn awful. Like Abs? Malcolm Subban and that one other guy who I don't even know. Yeah, it's like what the heck. Not sure what their general manager was thinking. They I'm were. gonna say Chicago pulls a win out. Oh against against Chicago. a Columbus team. Against with, the Columbus team, they're gonna be with Patrick Line. They're gonna be a little bit jumbled because of this trade. Patty Big bet. Lining. But it's they got like a week. It happened today. They're playing what on Friday? Friday? Yeah, yeah. Friday. Yeah. Four to two, Chicago. Four to two. Four to two. Okie dokie, hokey smokey. All right, pokey. we'll see how that turns out. And uh, you're gonna be uh, not getting a point for that and bet your money. But if I do, I'm actually not gonna bet your money because I'm not betting man. I'm just, oh, no, that's a copyright. I can't sing that. <laughs> 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 Can't you, don't you know? Can't, Can't you guess? guess? 
We're the B-E-S-T best. Okay. All righty now. Moving right along. That's also copyright. I'm sorry. Um, two. What's next? What are we talking about next? What are we talking about? Let's talk about the Patrick Line A trade. Patrick Line A. So recently, aka today, Patrick Line got bundled up with Jack Roslavic, free agent. Easy for you to say. Restricted free agent. To your Columbus Blue Jackets in exchange for Pierre Luc Dubois and a 2022 third round pick. Who won this trade? Columbus for sure. You think Columbus won it? I think Columbus won it. Tortorella hated Dubois anyway. After he asked to get out. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a lot of bad blood between those guys and um, I think Tortorella's a brat, whatever. Tortorella's the kind of guy that cannot stand to have his authority challenged. And if anybody if anybody challenges that, um, he's going to get him out of dodge pretty quick. Mm. I hate I hate Tortorella. Like, you just probably sacrificed the future of your team. Like, come on, man. Like, yeah. Get over yourself. I mean, it's not like there, there's a certain thing that you have to do with your coach and your players. Like, there's got to be respect and there's got to be, you got to listen to them. You can't just be, this is the way we're going to do it. And if you don't like it, you can get the heck out, you know? Right. Which yeah. is what Tortorella is and does. And he just he seems like a big, excuse the expression, jerk. You know, and I, I every time I see his face, I just want to smack it. But so I, agree. I do think I do think Columbus won it right now. It'll be interesting to see because a lot of times what happens on these trades is like okay, so Dubois and Lion A were both traded, and then what ha- what happens like if Columbus or if if uh, if um, Winnipeg trade those pieces and they get like more pieces, it could wind up being like at the at the end when everything's all said and done, it could be that Winnipeg wins this because then they they trade Dubois, they trade this other kid that they had or this other kid that they got really blossoms into something and become you know no so no, you no. Don't, no Columbus got Line A and a kid. The Blue Jackets got, uh, oh, but but the their draft got, pick, uh, yeah, they got a draft pick. So if that draft pick turns into something huge, or you could easily trade that draft pick for another right. decent and midliner. So, and so I don't know how many of you've ever seen um, that. Who's that guy on? He does the dangits. Yeah, he does. Dang, the, Dangle is that his name? Steve. Jeff, Steve Stevie. Dangle. Stevie. Um, he does these playoff trees, or not playoff trees, but trade trees mm-hmm. that shows like, okay, here's the main guy in the trade. Who won the trade? So like, uh, you know, and it, some of them are like huge. Yeah, the, the Others of them aren't so bad. But um, it it winds up, uh, you know, you never know what the final outcome is going to be until it's over. This is accurate, but as of right now, I think the Blue Jackets won that trade for sure because they got a decent midliner. They got Liney. <laughs> For Pierre Luc Dubois, who's playing three minutes a game. Well, that's also because of John Tortorella, but you know, yeah, we already talked about that. Yeah. Have fun with Torts, Line. We'll see you on the flippity flip. Yeah, we'll see you when you get traded again. Probably quite soon. To be perfectly honest. 
Anyway, there you go. That's your little uh, tidbit, not tidbit, section of content about trading people and things. And how you don't do it anymore because this is like slavery. <laughs> and slavery is wrong. It's actually true. <laughs> Except you're paying them, so, you know. So, not slavery. Not slavery. Right. <laughs> but, but, like, in like, a regular job, you can't just pack up and be like, okay, you're moving to... That's why being a yes, GM pack, is actually, from Winnipeg. Actually, yes, you can. You get transferred to another branch. In a big corporation? In, in a big corporation, yes. You do. I don't like okay, you. Go away. <laughs> okay. Never can, we, can we get this guy transferred somewhere, uh, like, away from here? Because I'm sick of looking Send at him. Send him to Winnipeg. Yeah, exactly. Place where people go to die. To die. To stay in the limbo between contender and garbage fodder. Can never get past the first so round. So close. You're you so are. close to taste the promised land, and it's ripped away from you because you disobey God and don't you, enter <laughs> you, the promised land. You are very salty today. Have you? Are you tired? Did you not get a good night's rest? I was up late, and then. What were you doing up so late? Moving on. <laughs> what else do we have to talk about? Uh, do we want to talk about? Uh, do we want to talk about goalie situation? Goalie situation. Our pod. What is it? Weekly? Bi-weekly? No. Weekly discussion about goaltenders. Smith. Goaltendings. Goaltenders. Goaltendies. We love <laughs> the tendies. And who deserves to crease more? Looking at stats, still the Smith. The Smith's played, started two games, won two games, has given up eight goals, has a 2.76 goals against average, and saved 54 shots. Where in the other way around, Tristan Jari has started two games, won one, lost two, faced 67 shots, given up 12 goals. That's true. 5.28. Goals against average and saved 55 shots as an 8 2 1 <coughs> save percentage. Up until <coughs> last night, Jari had a 0% win. Mm -hmm. yeah. I didn't even think about that. <coughs> because he's garbage. Cool. Um, cool. <laughs> Am I wrong? Not. I'm, no. Okay. Um, Andrew, Not help. Completely. Thank you. <coughs> oh, okay. That's quality start. Do you need help then? I know. Some okay, are. so, so according to this site that we're looking at, which is HockeyReference.com. Ah, that's the name of it. I can't remember. I'm looking at NHL.com. Thank you. So HockeyReference.com has a stat on there called quality starts. Okay, and they consider a quality start with a save percentage that is above your average save percentage for the year or at least 88 and a half percent on nights with 20 or fewer shots against out of the five uh five games played this year there has been one quality start for both players for both players for the team one quality start. Yikes. And that would be, I would assume, Tristan Jari's win yesterday. Probably, yeah. That would make sense. Yeah, because no one scored really. 
until near the end of the first or the New York didn't score until the second period. So. But you know, Casey DeSmith in shootouts. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Tristan Jari, lousy sixty-six <laughs> percent. Gosh, that man needs to get out of here. Just trade him. Trade him for a bag of pucks and a second-round pick. Jeepers. It's all he's worth right now. Okay, here's here's an here's another stat that, that this this site has on it for goalies. Uh, when this when this uh, goalie starts and ends up with a save percentage that is below eighty-five percent, they they're calling that a really bad start. <laughs> well, we have three of those, really and we bad have three: starts. two by Jari, one by DeSmith. And then the other start was a quality save, a quality start percentage for Tristan Jordan. Yeah, so so what I'm seeing here is that Tristan... The good old days are back now, Tristan. Is either... Copyright Subway. Quality or really bad. <laughs> there you go. I mean, that, that would pretty much sum up the Penguin season thus far. There's been quality games and there have been... Really bad. Well, there have been three quality... Well, and that's that's true. There's been three, what I would call, quality games and two really, really bad games. You know the common factor? Philly. And Philly <laughs> makes you look bad. <laughs> Philly is... Gritty gets into your head, man. Philly, I think, since we're talking the East right now, I think Philly is the team to beat in the And East. you know who's done it. Buffalo. <laughs> and Boston. And Boston. Yep. Baston. 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 Hey, this guy's got smart pack. Hey. They got the sports games again. Boston. Baston. Baston. <laughs> Alright, so top three players on the team right now, at this moment, power rankings, go. Abby. In my opinion. Yes. Top three. Top three players Top on three. our team. On the team. At this moment. Performance. You know, things you just enjoy watching. Won't have any goalies on can, there. Can we just give you five? Not in any particular no, order. No, you have to put them in a particular order. You can do five if you want. Okay. The, uh, just so everybody knows, this was sprung on us at the very last yes, minute. Yes, like I have right mine now. already set. Okay. Because I am the power rankings man. So, like, just favorite to watch or do you think no, that? No, no. Like, quality of Quality performance. of performance. Okay. I think number one would have to be. Dirty. No, you start. You start at the third. Oh, at the third. Gosh, oh, top backwards. three. I thought you said top five. No, it's top three. Uh, okay, who am I choosing for number three? Because I have one and two. You have to do number three, Abby. Goes three, okay, okay, two, okay, okay. one, go. Okay, three. I'm gonna do Crosby, because Crosby is always good, and you expect Crosby. you expect really good things from a guy of Crosby's. Crosby. Uh, what's it? Stature. Yeah. And of his yeah reputation. Social class. So I'm gonna put him at number three because he's producing about as much as you would assume from a player. Well, I mean, he's got a point per game, so. Right, and so that's great. <laughs> so that's great. <laughs> number two, I'm gonna say Jake Gensel because he has come in clutch in the shootout when we needed it. Okay, that's fair. Both times. Ditch fear, ditch fear, ditch fear. Um, like Dad said earlier, 100% in the shootout. So Jake Gensel's number two. Teddy Bluger, number three. He's gotten two goals. Number Number one. That's what I mean. I'm sorry, I can't count. I'm homeschooled. (laughs) Teddy Bluger's number one. He has two goals, two assists. The one goal, five on three. That was a beauty. It was a beauty. Teddy Bluger's number one. 
in my book. He's he's a he's a fourth line center, third line center, fourth, fourth line, line center. center. Like that's pretty incredible for a fourth line center. This is accurate. So, yeah, I'm I'm gonna give that to Bluger. So, yep. Okay, Fada. All right, number three. <laughs> I'm going to give to Marcus Pedersen. He's out, man. I know he's out, but you were talking fault. about power rankings as of right now. This is fair. This is and true. Marcus has been playing some really, really, really good hockey. Uh, defensively, he's been really, uh, a lot, I should say, not really good, but better than expected. Um, he's, you know, he's been, uh, a, a lot of the shots that he is taking are actually finding their way on goal this year. Uh, uh-huh. As opposed to last year, where a lot of them were missing the net completely. Um, second, uh, I would put Sid Crosby at number two. Sid Crosby. And um, I'm just looking at this roster and and realizing how few wingers we actually have. Mm-hmm. We are like loaded at the center position. Yeah, like, I mean we signed Jankowski like and Rodriguez, loaded. and we got Severson. Which, which in in reality, considering how uh, toss happy uh, linesmen have been getting on faceoffs, it's probably a good thing because yeah. I mean, then you, you have can two, you, you have two centers, two centers on, centers each, on line. each line. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so anyway, um, yeah, Sidney Crosby, I think number two. Uh, it's hard to to not have him in the top three because he is your best player. He is a Hall of Fame, future Hall of Famer. Um, He's a guy who, you know, even on his bad nights, he's still someone that you have to game plan for. Uh, mm-hmm. So Sidney Crosby, number two. My number one is Brandon Tanev. Tanev. And I will, I will tell you why. Mm-hmm. Brandon Tanev, um, well, he, I, I mean, I, I shouldn't say he hasn't been scoring because he has been scoring. Um, he has been doing things on the ice that have been absolutely there are things that don't show up on the stat sheet. Stuff like um, annoyance, mm-hmm. right? Uh, just, I mean, <laughs> it's true. I, I loved watching him play Washington, and he skates up as fast as he can and hits Chara, and he like kind of bounces off him like a <laughs> like a bull on a windshield. Yeah, like a bug on a windshield. Like the bugs um, bounce off people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They splat. Um, Luckily, he didn't splat. But I love to see that in Tanev. He's he does not back down to anyone. Ho ho ho! Speaking of Tanev, looking at the stat sheet, he has in five games thirty hits. Mm-hmm. Next closest is fifteen. Chris Latang. Chris Latang. Dude, that's fantastic. Anyway, continue. Sorry. Okay. That felt, so, and, and he's and averaging it, thirteen minutes on the ice a game. Game. And that's yeah. That's like. I hit every two shifts. At least. Heck, man. Those who were saying it was an that's overpayment six, is... That's six hits. They're, they're wrong. That is six hits a game. Yeah. Now, if if you have listened to this podcast last year, if you were listening last year, you heard me say that I was not a fan of Tanev's contract. Yes. But a fan of the player. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking now, as I'm looking at this, I understand why... We paid that money for him. Mm-hmm. It was a good sign. I think that he is bringing to this team an edge that nobody else is, not even our best defenders. I think he is. I think he is. Um, his speed 
he his line, okay, that third line, Tanev, um, McCann, and McCann and Jankowski. These, if you if you look at the stat sheet, right in points, they are numbers five, six, and seven. Tanev, Jankowski, McCann, respectively. These guys each have three points. They are bringing it every single night. They're not. I haven't seen, and I haven't seen all of the, all of the games, but I have not seen them take one shift off. No. There hasn't been one shift that has been a bad shift. Um, Agreed. This team, in my opinion, is or this line on the is the, the best on the team, and I think Brandon Tanev is the cream of the crop on that line. So that's why I put him at number one. So you think Brandon Tanev is the best player we have at this point? At this point, right? I think he's playing the best. At this point, is he the is he the best player we have? No, but he's playing the best at this point. Mm-hmm. Right. All right, mine. At third, I'm gonna give it to Kasper Kapanen. I saw that one coming. <laughs> like 100. percent Why? I was literally looking at the roster. I'm like, oh, no one choose Kapanen. It's gonna be Andrew. It's gonna Andrew's gonna have him. Yeah. Well, I mean, you just look at it, and he's in two games. He already has two assists, and he's just. Everywhere, on the fourth line, which bugs me that he's not on the first line yet. But that's anyway. <laughs> Second, Brad and Tanev. Okay. For all the reasons you said. And number one, Teddy Bluger, because the man is the next Sidney Crosby. You heard it here first, folks. He's <laughs> the next Sidney Crosby for our team. Okay, maybe not, but he's like top future. Top two centermen for our team if we can keep him around. Yeah. I said that last year. I said him and Marino and Gensel are the future of the Penguins. I still believe it. And you can quote me on that. Copyright Andrew Augustine 2019. Mic drop. And with that, we're done here, folks. We're going to be bouncing. We're done. Let us know what you think at penguinstuffofficial at gmail.com. Or on Instagram, Facebook at Penguin Stuff Official, or you can visit our brand new website at pensandstuffpodcast.com. Pretty awesome. And contact us from there. Yeah. Alright. See you next week. Alright, guys. Out. This is Jim. Andrew. And Abby. Let's go pens. Let's go pens.